Welcome to Focus and Flourish, a food photography business talk podcast for food photographers who are wanting to understand and expand their knowledge on essential business practices that will allow you to create thriving ventures. I'm Marta, I'm your co-host and I'm a food photographer and content creator along with Linda. And I'm Linda, I'm a food photographer and food photography coach. Welcome to today's episode. We are thrilled to be talking about this topic today. (laughs) We are going to be talking all about licensing, usage rights and licensing fees, which I know is a hot topic in photography in general. I see it coming up a lot regarding food photography. I often get asked about this through social media when I meet up with people, other photographers, my coaching clients. It's always something that comes up. I think it's also a very interesting topic because I don't think there is a solid right or wrong way of doing it. Some people might not like me for saying that, but that's my view anyway. And we're going to discuss a bit more about that. Well, I'm going to kick off by, I don't know, sorry for asking you this, Marta, but if someone doesn't know what licensing and usage rights are, how would you describe it to another photographer just starting out in the industry? What does it mean? So essentially, when we take a photo, the creative right, so the fact that we've taken that photo, we thought of the composition, the lighting, the colors and everything else around it the fact that we know how to take it, this is our creative right. We own the right to the photo. And whenever we do it for a brand, whenever we monetize our business and we shoot for brands, for restaurants, for all these different places, we charge them for our service. So for the fact that we come in and we shoot in our studio and we also charge a second fee, which is our usage fee. So the fee that covers our creative rights to the images. There are two ways to do it. We can license our creative rights and we can sell them, which is the last resource option. That's how I would. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the last resort. Call that, (laughs) exactly. So usage rights are essentially our rights, our creative rights to the image. And then depending on the needs of the project, we can then negotiate the scope of the usage rights. And so how will the images be used? Will they be used on social media only? Will they be used in print? Will they be used on a website, in the newsletter, a company newsletter? Will they be used for paid advertising or will they be used on a poster? All these different things are the things that we need to talk to our client about, ideally at the point of our discovery call. So when we start talking about the specifics of the project, we need to ask our client how are you going to be using these images? What do you want to do with them? What are your plans? What are your intentions? Based on what they want to do with them, we need to decide how to charge them for it, (laughs) which is the most (laughs) difficult part. (laughs) Yes. And just quickly, um, you mentioned that selling the copyright is like the last resort. Why Mm -hmm. why is that? Why why would that be the last resort? (laughs) I'm putting it all on you today. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's... Because it's the most expensive option, essentially we are giving away our right to use the photo. So when we sell the copyright, we don't own the photo whatsoever. We can't use it anywhere else. We can't put it in our portfolio. We can't use it in our marketing. We can't even share it to Instagram because that breaches the use of the image. So the copyright is now with the client who bought it. So we can't even show off our work to anyone. In order for that to be remunerated appropriately, we need to charge and charge sufficiently and that fee is not low and so whenever there is a conversation on the table when the client wants to purchase our creative rights we should always give them all the other options and we should always tell them 
that we can license them, for example, indefinitely and with a larger scope of use. But this is going to be a better option and less expensive than selling our creative rights to them. I don't know about you, but I've so far never had to sell my creative copyrights or anything to my images. Luckily, I've just been selling the the usage rights and, and fees. Good. I unfortunately sold my copyrights at the very beginning when I just started out and I still didn't realize what are the implications and well I did understand that I won't be able to use the images any anywhere else but it didn't feel like such a terrible thing to do at that time now looking back I wouldn't do that again because I just really regret not being able to use these images in my portfolio and just you know showing off what I did because the project was actually really nice and it's something that I could have easily shown off as my skill and I can't do that so I would strongly advise against it and I haven't sold my copyrights since so it was a hard lesson but lesson learned (laughs) yes yeah I think a lot of the things around licensing come from hard lessons um I definitely have also had really challenging conversations in the first year of my business trying to sell not sell my usage but yes to charge licensing fees and usage rights because clients didn't quite understand the concept of it and a lot of people still don't it's actually a very standard practice in photography I try to always combine it with or compare it to music the music industry that when we buy a record from an artist that we like we're not buying the song outright we're paying for the license to be able to play it in our homes and and that's why some songs can't be used on commercials or we can't use them on instagram because they haven't allowed that to be to be there and so we can't use that song Um, and for photography it's a very similar concept and if i find that i'm speaking with a client who just doesn't understand licensing or they say we've never seen this before that's the example that i try and compare it to usually it works sometimes I still get some kind of pushback where they say something like oh but I'm you know I'm paying for the shoot so why should I do this I don't want to have to come back to you every time I want to use them for a different purpose or if I want to renew them in the future like I want to just not have to worry about these things those can be challenging objections but I think this is where it becomes really important to ask the right questions on the discovery call be very clear what they need the images for, what they intend to use them for, and really reassure them that what you're going to outline in the contract is going to allow them to use them exactly as they wish. And you're going to come to an agreement that works for you both. These are very difficult conversations, especially at the beginning, because I don't know about you, but for me, they were more difficult at the beginning because I felt like I don't feel comfortable and confident in that aspect, in that area. Mm -hmm. And I don't really feel prepared for every single question that I could be asked. It took a lot of time and many conversations that happened throughout the years to realize what is the scope of it what is included in the creative rights what are the ways to go about it how I can suggest other solutions and also talking to other creatives as well and seeing how they manage with all these different situations because licensing the usage rights is a big conversation that happens every single time you talk to a client about a project trust me it's something that will happen irrespective of everything it's always going to be out there on the table so just the more confident and comfortable you start feeling about the topic the easier it gets for you with time there are so many difficult conversations like we said with our clients and so how would you normally explain it to your clients when they say well you know like you said I don't really understand why I need to be paying for your rights because you're already coming in and I'm already paying you this fee and so 
why would I be paying you anything extra? So what would you say to your client at that time? Yeah, it's it's always really tricky. And like you say, you have to be comfortable in understanding it fully to be able to, to convey that message. So like I say, normally I would, you know, I'm comparing it to the music industry. I would say as a photographer, I own the photos, they're my intellectual property, um, and I keep the ownership of those photos for my own business. I am going to be licensing you the images and giving you the rights to use them for your business, which is a commercial entity to make money for your business through my imagery. There's one fee, the creative fee, which is for my time, my creativity to deliver the images themselves, to deliver them to you. But there is then another fee for you to use them as a commercial business to earn money through them. And that's what I am asking you for. And then I would say in the same way that musicians and artists, they create their music. When we purchase one of their songs, we are purchasing the rights to play that song in my home. I'm not purchasing the copyright and saying mm -hmm. that I, I wrote that song and I own that song and it's mine. <laughs> paying for the right to be able to play it and it's a similar concept there some people just find it a very very difficult concept and they just don't like it um, mm -hmm. because it's an extra fee really in the last couple of years honestly I have worked with a lot more independent and small startup businesses and because I was also starting out we always came to a nice agreement that you know I'm helping you and you're helping me we understand each other's businesses and therefore at this moment in time I'm happy to basically increase my rate but it will then include the licensing in perpetuity mm -hmm. personally that's a decision that I'm okay with for multiple reasons One is that I honestly don't want to keep a spreadsheet of how many businesses have my images for how many years and have to go and follow up with them because I have many spreadsheets and that is not one that I want to, I don't want to add another one. I am a spreadsheet geek, but I don't want to have one that I have to, you know, manage mm. and follow up and in five years time, get back to somebody and say, oh, by the way, they've expired. Um, you mm -hmm. have to pay more. And I know that people make money off it this way and it's brilliant. Personally, for me, I don't like to do that. And the same when it comes to, for example, online advertising. I can't track or manage when somebody's using an image for an Instagram boosted ad. I just can't find that information out. And so when it comes to online digital use for social media, for example, I'm happy to include that they can use them for advertising because I'm not going to check that. However, when it comes to print, that is definitely a kind of commercial use that I ask them to talk to me about, not just because I'm probably going to charge them more because it's a national campaign that's going to be in front of millions of people potentially and earn them a lot of money through that. But also because genuinely the image will need to be exported in a different format mm -hmm. because if I'm sending them an image for social media and they try to blow that up to the size of a bus, yeah. <laughs> it's going to look terrible. And so I want to make sure that, yeah, if my images are going to be across the country on billboards, I would like them to look the best that they can. And so that's also what I try and tell them, you know, when it comes to print, I would like to know because I want them to look good. I mm -hmm. want my reputation to be good. And that's the first thing. And then, by the way, it's going to cost you a bit more yeah. because it's such a big advertising campaign. So, yes, they're the, they're the things I do at the moment. But I know that that if and when I get to the point where I'm working with really big commercial brands, international brands that I know understand rights and licensing and I know have the budget for it, I won't hesitate to be charging in a very different mm -hmm. way, whether it's per year, whether it's per image, that kind of thing. For me at the moment, the way my business works and the clients I work with, I'm very happy with the arrangement that we have. And that's the most important thing for me. Mm -hmm. I'm easy to work with. They understand what's happening, what they can use the images for. It's very transparent and I'm happy with what I can charge for that. And for me, it works really well. How about you? Very similar. I also work with the majority of my clients are startup brands, brands that are all restaurants. So that means that they are not as familiar with licensing as perhaps, like you said, the bigger brands or like the marketing, uh, big commercial campaigns or big, big teams of big brands who understand licensing, know what it is. 
And so for that reason, I don't mind combining my creative fee and my usage fee. I just make sure that I talk to my client and I explain the scope of usage. And so I tell them that this is the ways that you can be using my images. I address any questions that they have. And very frequently I've noticed that any concerns or hesitations that they have, because usually the way the conversation goes is I tell my clients that in this fee that I am suggesting, usage rights will be included because I, like you said, increase my fee appropriately so that I make sure that their usage is covered. At that point, they usually get a bit uncomfortable by me saying that it's licensing and not buying out my creative rights and that's when I start explaining and I am telling them that I am not limiting anything over here I am happy to give them that license in perpetuity they can be using the images in their social media on their website on all these different places that they've mentioned and we put that down in the contract as well and that's usually when they get a bit more comfortable and they usually go, ah, uh-huh. oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so I think really the huge part of discussion is making sure that the client understands because when they do understand, that's when they get more comfortable. And especially when they hear that I won't be you know, chasing them down and checking if there isn't any breach or anything like that. Oftentimes, it just really comes down to making sure that they understand the scope of it. Kind of touching on... And closely tied to this is negotiating the licensing and so making sure that we know how to talk to our clients and know how to explain the reasoning behind it. But also, I've had this happen to me before in the past and I wonder if you also had a, a situation like this where you explained everything to the client and s- explained why the licensing is the right way to go and they acknowledge, they say they understand and the idea of licensing and they know from other industry colleagues that licensing is not the best way to go because they know a brand who had a photographer who then chased them down because they've accidentally used the image in a way they shouldn't have done. For that reason, it's either me selling the copyright or the project is not going forward whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And so that was when I sold my copyright a few years back when I was Mm -hmm. just starting out. Now I would have led the conversation differently. I would have obviously explained to them that I don't know that photographer. I have no idea who they are. (laughs) This is not how I operate. This is not what I do. If we make sure that we put everything in the contract and the scope is clearly defined, given that, for example, we don't have print in that scope of usage rights and you don't go off and don't start printing these images, then there's no reason for me to come back to you and ask for negotiating, renegotiating these fees. Because that's another thing. I would never start chasing you down with a subpoena or anything like that. I would (laughs) go to you and I would start a conversation. I would want to meet with you and chat to you and understand and explain and tell you what is happening and why this is not okay. So yeah, I guess it really all comes down to having the right conversation and knowing, really knowing how to negotiate and not being afraid to stand up for what you believe in. (laughs) And just making the client feel comfortable and feel heard and feel understood. I think when it comes to anything around the contract and money and licensing, both parties can get a bit frustrated or can get very defensive. Really, we're all just trying to meet each other in the middle. And I think that's, that's the important thing. They're not trying to walk all over us and take as much from us as they can. And we're also not trying to do it the other way around. And that's why it's really important to be flexible, to be open and maybe be creative in the way that you approach licensing. I have a very good example of being a bit creative with that actually from a company recently that I did like I've been working with them on and off for a few years. 
and I've never given them print licensing for the reasons that I said before. Mm-hmm. And recently they asked me, oh, how much would it be to print for billboards? Basically gave them a quote, but said, and this is something I was already planning on doing. I wanted to start offering them monthly work um, for the year ahead on a retainer, but I knew that they'd never done that before. And for them, it would be a big investment to do that. So basically I said to print for a billboard, this is how much it would be. However, I would love to work with you on a more consistent long-term basis. How about this proposal where we work monthly, this would be the fee. So in the whole year, because it'll be a 12 month contract, you would be, I would be charging you this much, but you get the added benefit that everything I create in that year will also have print licensing. Ah. And so that kind of balanced it out because I'm happy I'm earning a lot more in the year consistently through them. And they are happy because they can use the images for Mm -hmm. whatever purpose they want, even if that means billboards. And that means I'm going to create really good quality work because there's a potential that they might be Mm -hmm. printing them. Of course, I will still tell them if you go print anything or if you want to, tell me so I can export it in the right settings for you what are you printing it for xyz but at least now we've kind of met in the middle and that's just a different way to negotiate a relationship and to make people feel comfortable and we're both benefiting from that in a way that we're both happy with Mm, I love this example it just goes to show how important talking to our clients is and how much can be achieved just through wanting to understand them and trying to accommodate to their needs because it really comes down to understanding what is going to be more lucrative in the long run. And mm-hmm. in this case, that was your answer. And so I really love how you played that out. <laughs> a very good way to to go about this. And I had something sort of similar with a restaurant client as well, actually. One of the first times I worked with a restaurant client, they did agree to a year or five years of licensing. I can't remember. I think it might have been, I think it might have been one year. I can't remember exactly, but there was some licensing restriction. I did a shoot for them around April time, for example. And then I asked for some feedback and testimonial from the client. And they gave me one, said they were so happy. They really loved it. They loved the images, but they would probably look for another photographer for future shoots because of the licensing aspect and so I basically called them up and had a conversation with them and we just agreed and I was happy I said you know if I just increase the the day rate by this much but it would include your licensing in perpetuity are you happy with that they said yes and I've worked with them quarterly almost for the last two years and so again looking at the the benefit in the long run if I'd have said no sorry I would have lost out on two years worth of work with one client whereas just by loosening up a little bit being more flexible with how I approach my business which like we said it might not be how a lot of people feel that you should approach licensing I've given myself a lot more opportunities and more income over that over those two years I agree it's very important to be flexible and same for me with my regular restaurant client when I went to have a conversation with them the first time and I tried to push the idea of usage rights for a limited period of time they were very uncomfortable with it and I could see that they are hesitating and they didn't want to tell me that I could feel and I knew that the final decision will come down to what the creative rights and how we manage the licensing aspect of it. I then decided to combine the two in one fee. They've worked with me on multiple occasions ever since. And so I know that really trying to understand the client is really going to make all the difference. A question that is very often accompanies all these usage rights conversations. How do you know how much to charge? (laughs) (laughs) Again, difficult question. I guess I would give two answers to this. There are online resources actually that are really helpful Mm -hmm. for helping you understand what you should charge. And there are things like the Getty calculator. There is the Association of Photographers that has a calculator. I know that the Getty one, it asks you a series of questions Mm -hmm. about what the client is going to intend to use the images for. It has a sample image. Um, that it's using as a reference and you fill in information like where it's going to be used is it digital is it print Uh, which region or territory like 
geographically? Will it be used in how many followers on social media? If it's a social media account, will it be shown to for how long? These kinds of things you answer the questions to. And then it will kind of spit out a number that you should be charging. Sometimes that number is scarily high for a single Mm -hmm. image. And there is just no way that, you know, I could even think about charging that to a client. Mm -hmm. I might just take that number down like significantly, which probably seems a bit silly because you've gone through a calculator and then you're just discarding it. But it gives you an idea. I guess if I was pitching that to Coca-Cola, for example, then yes, I could charge something like that. Then you know like whereabouts you should sit. The other calculator that I've used as well is the Association of Photographers Mm -hmm. and they actually do it based on your your creative fee, basically. So what's your base rate that you've charged that client? Again, you will then ask, you will answer a series of questions or like multiple choice options and then it will tell you how much percentage you need to add on top of your fee again to cover the usage rights. So Mm -hmm. there are a couple of different approaches to that. Alternatively, you can just pick a number that you feel good about. I mean, it's all, there's no right or wrong answer. You know, it's your business. Um, If you feel happy charging £10 per image and there are 100 images, you know, and you're good with that amount, then go for it. If you feel that you would like to be earning, you know, a bit bit less or a bit more per image, then change it. And the same for copywriting. If someone's asking you to buy the outright copyright, charge them what you feel good about. That can be £10,000 or euros it can be five thousand it can be a hundred honestly for me it really depends on each person individually and there shouldn't be any judgment or Mm -hmm. criticism around how someone has managed that part of their business i understand people asking the question of course because it's like when you start what the hell do i do yeah yeah i feel like it's very individual um and there are resources to get started to have an Mm -hmm. idea but for me when it comes down to it it's what do you feel good about exactly we will of course link both these resources in the podcast description so that you can access them easily but that being said i I think both of these are a great starting point, especially at the very beginning when you're feeling really confused and when you really don't know which direction to go and what is the ballpark uh, that you could charge. Like there's, If you don't really understand what this is, that's a great p- place to start. In terms of copyright and selling of the copyright and the fee that you should be charging, I think it depends on the the idea that you're trying to achieve. And so if you really know that you don't mind selling the copyright and you're okay with it and you understand all these implications and you're fine with it, then you should charge whatever you feel comfortable with. But if you know that selling a copyright is not something that you want to do, it's just not an option, it's the last thing you would ever do and you would much rather have the client license them indefinitely, that is when you should charge ask for a really high number so that the client mm-hmm. understands that these are the options and they understand mm-hmm. implications and the seriousness of the situation. And just also one thing I wanted to say about the calculators online then being good for when you're starting out. I think they're also helpful because they give you a clue of what to ask your client regarding usage when you need mm-hmm. to find out from them what they're going to use them for. Yeah. Things like where are you going to use it? Is it online? Is it print? If it's online, where online? Uh, how long do you want to use the images for? Which geographical territory will they be shown in? These different things, if you're not sure, then I think having a look at those calculators and checking the questions you're filling in on behalf of that client will give you a good indication of what you need to be asking them in the discovery call to be able to put the quote together properly. And then just using common sense, just trust that you know your business best and you're the person who knows what's best for your business. So just go with that and and stick to that idea. If you don't feel comfortable charging, I know, three or 4,000 euros for licensing, then you don't need to do that. You can charge, Mm -hmm. like you said, 10, 15, 20, 100 pounds, whatever feels comfortable, whatever feels right. And also keeping in mind the aspect of your client so who your client is what is what is the size of your client what their budget is because if they are paying 
a certain amount for the project, then you can't obviously ask them to pay triple or four times that for the licensing because obviously mm -hmm. that's, it's not going to be doable for them. It's yeah. not just going to be an option. Keeping yourself aware of all these things and just understanding that you know your brand best. And on that note, it's a good negotiating point for for pricing and for budgeting now that you said that as well you know if you're discussing a budget with a client you send a proposal and maybe they say oh it's too much and you need to find things that you want to negotiate on you can obviously bring down the number of deliverables but you can also have a look at the licensing and say look I know that you want it in perpetuity but that's going to cost this much and if you only have this budget I'm sorry but I can only give you five years it's just the way it is mm -hmm. and so it can be something interesting to look at uh, from that perspective as well or not allowing it for only for website not social media or social media and website but not print they're also gives you some negotiating power as well if you really understand it well and it also comes down to your clients as well so usually the clients who appreciate the value of photography or quality photography that you can provide are these kinds of clients who will be open to negotiating and talking and understanding just trust that they will be wanting to talk to you because they will be open to all these conversations and i think they'd much rather have someone who's willing to be talking to them explaining all these different aspects to them rather than just having someone who comes to them and says this is the number and that's it because mm -hmm. that's the least comfortable part of the of the whole equation I guess exactly yeah and don't be afraid to ask them what they don't understand because obviously it could be that mm -hmm. you don't know what they're not understanding so you can if they say like I'm not clear on licensing it's like okay that's fine what is it about this mm -hmm. that you're not clear on and I will try to do my best to explain and then explain has that answered your question yeah. because maybe there is something else that they're not quite understanding and the more transparent you can be about it the better yeah exactly i agree well from my side i think i've covered everything that i can think of that i wanted to mention on licensing uh, what about you the same well if anybody does have any questions or comments further about licensing you're always welcome to reach us our details are in the description as well where you can find us on socials we know this is a hot topic controversial topic and often confusing so please don't hesitate to reach out to us on anything else you you have about this Aside from that, uh, thank you all for listening today. We really hope it was useful. It gave you some fresh insights on the subject. If you know anybody who is struggling with licensing and you would like to share the podcast with them, that would be wonderful. Do send it over to them. And you can also support us by following or subscribing to our podcast. And also you can buy us a coffee. So there is a link below in the description to buy us a coffee and support what we do here on the podcast. We would really, really appreciate that. So with that, I will leave you. Thank you all for listening and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you.